Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. Welcome to our fourth episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. I am joined today by Pastor John. How are you today? Doing great, Dan. Absolutely great. I can see you. Our listeners can't see you, but the cool thing yes. is you're in Melbourne. I'm on the sunny coast. I can see you, but it's it's great to catch up and again, share with people, hearing lots, lots of great feedback on what we're downloading and how short it is. <laughs> And how practical it is. Yes. <laughs> so it's, you can do it in a drive. So that's very helpful. Yes. Sometimes the shorter, the better, right? And hey, if you are uh, with us today, love to encourage you. Make sure you leave a review. Share. Why don't you share today's episode with a friend or a fellow disciple maker? And so make sure you subscribe wherever you're consuming this content so you can get it first. Pastor John, I'd love to ask just to recap some of your key thoughts about being a brilliant disciple maker. Awesome. Awesome. Well, being a disciple maker is an absolute privilege. As disciples of Jesus, we get to be disciple makers. It's the Great Commission, go into all the world and make yes. disciples. So I think it's this is not just for the, the special or the elect. It's a call for every disciple to be, be involved in making disciples. So that's the first thought. Mm. Second thought is that the spirit of being a disciple maker is one of coming along beside people. I just love that expression. I'm going to come along beside you, taking people under our wing. We're, we're really there to, to help them become uh, really great disciples. Yeah, and which leads to out of that scripture of the Great Commission, uh, Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all of the commands of Christ. And he's with us to the end of the age. So the definition that we've landed on, Dan, and there's multiple definitions yeah. of disciples, but is that a disciple is a fully immersed Yep. That's being baptized in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, fully immersed, not just water baptism, but continually being immersed and fully surrendered. That's obeying the commands of Jesus, right. follower of Christ. So a disciple is someone who's becoming more and more like Jesus every day and a disciple maker is coming alongside people and helping them in that journey. Love being a disciple maker. And we've been covering ESPN. And for those who maybe this is your first episode, ESPN is a great framework we use of how we make disciples. And and we have covered E, uh, which was encouragement. Last uh, episode was P, uh, the power of prayer, phenomenal. But today, Pastor John, we're going to lean into S, which stands for Scripture. And we're going to talk about the power of Scripture. So I'd love to start by asking, why do you believe Scripture is central to disciple making? Yeah, well, here's the deal. We talk about if a disciple is fully immersed, then part of being fully immersed is being fully immersed into Jesus, who is the Word of God. Right. So we're looking, we want people to be immersed in the Word of God. That's that's the first component. This is how we, if the more we get the Word of God into us, yeah. the more we're going to be transformed by the Word of God. So that, that's the first thought. I love Hebrews 4 verse 12 says the Word of God is uh, it's active and alive. So it's, yes. it's really, if we can get that Word into people's hearts, not just their brains, but 
into their hearts, mm. then the word will do the work. The word will will change and shape people. Revelation will change and shape Love people. That. So that's the first part. We want people fully immersed in the word. Then the second part is if if we're fully surrendered, well, we've got to know what to surrender to. Yeah, and so that's, so that's the, the deal of I can go, yeah, I want to be a follower of Jesus. How do I know? Well, you know because you read the word. And the back half of that scripture, yes. Hebrews 4.12 says, the word that's alive and active judges our thoughts and attitudes of our heart. So right. as we read the word, it's dividing between what's spiritual and what's soulish, what's flesh and what's godly. And we don't know what's fleshly or what's godly unless we're devouring the word of God and mm. it's holding up a standard for us to go, oh, this is judging me right now and I am convicted and so therefore I'm going to change because I'm immersed into the word of God. So so that's how, that's why I'd say the word of God must be central. Yes. Uh, it must, it's, my opinions must not be central. My yeah. I, my ideals, uh, you know, my motiv- motivational speeches, that, that's not what's central. What's central is, not the wisdom of man, but it's the word of God. And that's what will change people's lives. So as disciple makers, we want to get the word into people. Exceptional. And I love that thought that as brilliant disciple makers, we don't want to lead people necessarily to ourselves, but we actually want to lead people to Jesus. And I think that's a, the posture of a great disciple maker is we're yes. pointing to Jesus. We're saying, hey, yes. I'm going to help you. I'm going to, you know, sometimes I'll guide you, resource you. Yes. But we want to be pointing people to Jesus. And I love what you shared there, Pastor John, that Jesus is the Word of God. And that is the yes. power of Scripture. But mm-hmm. love us to get really practical. And how do, you, how do we make sure the disciples we are coming alongside are immersed into the Word of God? Yeah, re- really important. I think there's three ways at least that we can really help with this. I think the first is quite clear and that's us speaking actual scripture into people's lives that we're leading. So Mm -hmm. let's say, let's say I'm a new Christian support uh, person and I've got four or five new Christians that I'm phoning, I'm having coffee with, I'm bringing them to Alpha or Christian Essentials, I'm making sure they come into church. The first thing is for me to actually, maybe it's to text them a scripture. So it's just, this is a verse from the Bible. I was thinking of you today and I send it through. So this is direct. I'm getting the, the word directly into a person and I know for people uh, yeah th- there's all sorts of ways that we know well, wh- what do we share with them you- you'd have some thoughts around that Dan yeah well I was going to say practical and it actually comes out of our last episode we were talking about praying uh, sorry a few episodes about praying for people and I found yes. for me uh, often when I pray for people, I just start to get a bit of either a word of knowledge or I just get a sense of, and every now and then I just God will go, oh, that person, there's just something there and I keep praying. And I found for me one of the best timings to send people direct scripture is after mm-hmm. I've prayed for them. And I've learned over the years to rely on the Holy Spirit in that. And right. it, it's amazing, Pastor, on how often people will say, wow. That yes. verse is exactly what I needed That's what for the situation. Love it. That's why God uses us. That's awesome. And I, I think I've found that sometimes when I'm reading my Bible in, a, in the morning and having my quiet time mm. and I'm journaling the scripture that stood out to me for that day, sometimes 
I don't know why it stands out to me for that day. And then right. this has happened to me. Then later on in the day, I'll interact with someone and it'll be the spirit will just prompt me. That scripture from this morning was for this person right now. Wow. And cool so that's, that? yeah, that's just amazing. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. I didn't think it was for me. It's for you. I got this scripture this morning. So, mm. so that's, that's getting the word directly. I mean, also, I think it's really great to ask questions as a disciple maker. I think, I think asking good questions is a real key skill to being a great disciple, a brilliant disciple maker. So for example, could just be simply someone's in your connect group. What's your biggest challenge right now? Mm -hmm. Uh, What, what's, what's an issue you're facing right now? And they talk about it and then go, what do you think God's saying to you about that? Uh, Or what's the word say about that? I think that's a great phrase to continually go. Well, what's the Bible say about that? Mm -hmm. What's, what's God think about that? And you can, if they don't know, themselves you can draw on your reason you know your knowledge and go well hey there's a scripture that says this and you can open it up there and then and again directly get the scripture to them Love or that. if you don't know because you're you, you you're sure the bible should say something about that but you <laughs> you know here's the cool thing you don't have to be a, a you know a, a bible college graduate to be a disciple maker so you can true. be th- three months as a, as a christian and yep. be disciple making so you just go hey well why don't we find out what the bible says about right, that you've right. been facing anxiety Google's amazing. Yes. Bible apps are amazing. You know, to, to Google, what does the Bible say about anxiety? And the scriptures will come up. So that's yes. just a way to get the word directly into people. That'll be the first that. thing I talk gonna, about. I was just going to add, like, it's that's okay to go to Google. Like, that doesn't mean, you know, that. Yeah, I love what you just said. It gives us permission. And, and look, I do that all the time, right? Yes. I've, I've yep. graduated Bible college. But sometimes, you know, that's just a great tool to help us as disciple makers. 100%. Love that. 100%. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's not me. It's not my wisdom. It's what the Word says, all right? Mm. Uh, the, the second way, if that, that's direct, then there's indirectly getting the Word into people. Right. And that's, that's leading people into action atmospheres or sharing resources with people that are that are biblically sound so yes. for example it might be you know I, I think one of the number one priorities of the disciple maker is to get people to Sunday services amen yes. just to get just to bring them ring them encourage them have meals with them afterwards because in our services in a good mm. church service the yes. word of God is being preached mm. and that's what the early church they devoted themselves to four things and the first one was the apostles teaching the the apostles were preaching the word of god so so that's that's a priority of a disciple maker get people in church where the word's being preached get people into a connect group a small group or alpha or christian essentials or whatever it might be get them into that environment where we're unpacking the word of god so that would be a real priority of could be sharing podcasts yeah. that, are, that are scripture-based or you're facing this issue, why don't you read this book like The Wheels of Financial Blessing? If you're facing financial challenges, it's yes. full of scripture. Come on. Just a, just a little, you know, little plug there. <laughs> Bit of a shameless plug. Come on. A shameless plug, Start yeah. Start your but, new book. But, yeah, but you're getting you're getting scripture indirectly to them yeah. um, because you're getting them into atmospheres. I love that. and. I love how Jesus, uh, it, it tells us in John, he, he's the great shepherd. And, and often I've found there's a great link between being a disciple maker, a leader and a shepherd. And one of the number one roles uh, of a shepherd was to lead their sheep to where they're going to get fed and where they're going to get water. And I think that's a beautiful picture of a disciple maker 
is I want to lead the people I'm coming alongside into environments and atmospheres, have you said, where not that I'm going to feed them, but where the Lord is going to feed them. And I think yes. that's where things like Powerhouse Conference, Leaders yes. Big Day Out, whatever it is, we need to be just, oh man, like I'm hitting the phones and I'm getting the people I am discipling into those environments so the Lord can speak to them. I think that's so powerful. Totally. And it then it speaks to us because many of us who are disciple makers are running small groups and we're or you know, we're we're creating environments. I mean, I'm preaching the word every week. I want to make sure I'm preaching revelation, the word of God, hot bread cooked well for people to <laughs> yes. to you know, I want people when they go away from church or even connect group to go, that was awesome. I want to read the Bible more. Not that was awesome. Oh wow, that's so I could never like that. That's too um, overwhelming. How much Greek that guy knows, or that, how yes. much Hebrew that guy knows. But there should be a an appetite for the word that's stirred because we we uh, unpack the word of God. So mm-hmm. I would say to every group leader, make sure that your group isn't just chatting about our problems and praying, yeah, but right. that 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 scripture is central in your group. That we're even if it's one verse, even if it's two, you know, two verses. But let's let's unpack it and open it up, uh, mm. so that people are uh, it, you're getting them in an atmosphere and they're indirectly they're directly hearing the word of God, um, but you've got them to that place. So that would be the second thing I'd talk, I would think. That's exceptional. And yeah, I, I just think it's one of the, the best things we can do is be bringers to the house of God, leading people to where uh, they're going to get in, uh, fed the word of God. That's brilliant. So so what's the third one, Pastor John? So the third one is, is really the ultimate. And this is where we want people to be self-feeders. We right. want them to learn to regularly uh, turn to the Word, to read the Bible in a devotional way, to memorize the Bible, to study the Bible. Mm. So, you know, so, so there's a sense to speak the Word of God out loud. So we want to create disciples who are who love the Word of God, who know how to study the Word of God. Mm. That that doesn't, you know, that means go to Bible college. Absolutely, go and learn some basics. Mm. Uh, it means teaching people how to read the Bible every day. And I would encourage, I'm a massive fan, Dan. There's Mm. a, a, uh, NLT has a version called the New Believers Bible. And I think that's a great Bible for new Christians to grab a hold of, the New Believers Bible. Greg Laurie is the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Laurie is the editor of that. So really unpacks a lot of simple stuff for new Christians. Mm. So making sure that even even as a disciple maker simply take someone to Kurong or hey, simply buys them a Bible and just yeah. go, hey, here you go. I want you to read this uh, and and unpack it. And every day I want you to write one verse. Uh, yes. Maybe it's a one-year Bible, but just mm. a Bible plan. So as disciple makers, we're really breaking down. How do you do this? Yeah. Uh, you know. It's hard, you know. It's hard to sort of read the Bible from front to front to, to back. So it's unpacking that. We do that in our discipleship pathways and things. But yeah. but you want to make sure we're keeping people inspired. We're keeping people accountable yeah. uh, to read the Word of God and 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 teach them. We teach people soap. Dan, why don't you talk a bit about the soap yeah. technique of reading the Bible? 
Yeah, absolutely. We've found it, and I've found it in my disciple making, it's such a great tool to teach new believers and people of how to not just read the Bible, uh, but how to actually hear God through reading the Bible. And yep. so what SOAP is, it, uh, it says four things. S stands for scripture. So as you, you know, I always encourage new believers to start with the book of John or whoever, but as you're reading, what's one verse that stood out to you? Write it down in your journal. Mm-hmm. O is just to, you know, I love to say, hey, just do dot points, super simple. What were your observations of that scripture? You know, mm-hmm. asking questions like, what did you find interesting? What stood out to you? Where, where was Jesus when he said that? And just jot down a few observations. Uh, a stands for application. So we really want to go, all right, out of my observations of this, what is the one thing I feel God is wanting me to do? What's that? What, how am I going to apply this in my life? And then uh, write that down. And P is just to pray. And I, I think it's a great way. And to be honest, Pastor John, that's what I do to this day myself. It's such 100%. a great template uh, to unpack the Word of God. Yeah, I'd say I've almost been doing that for 40 years, which makes me sound really <laughs> old. But I began oh, wow. to read wow. the Bible daily when I was 13 and read the one-year Bible. And so I had brilliant disciple makers inspire and encourage me to plug into the Word. And I've so got good. I've got you know piles of exercise books that are really deep for me. They mean a lot because I journal so cool. with them as well and that app, that application. So, so we want we want to get people reading the word. That's really yeah. what we want to do. So, I think as a disciple maker, there's a few ways we do that. We inspire them through telling them what we're doing and how we yeah. got started. Uh, where I would say, again, as a group leader, it's a great thing at every connect group to have a different person sharing what God was saying to them through their scripture. Mm. So that would be a really great thing to do. Uh, I'm, I've got a group that I lead, right. and each of us post on a on a social media platform, just a, a, a closed group, the scripture that we got for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of us post our actual journal entries, which is awesome. So there's a bit of accountability and That's inspiration. Cool. I know some groups might have like a WhatsApp group or a Signal group or Telegram group. And uh, one technique I've seen a group do is, you know, person one puts up their scripture on Monday and then they tag someone your Tuesday. And then on Tuesday they tag your Wednesday. So there's just a culture of we read the word, it speaks to us, we share, we're accountable, we inspire one another. Mm. And I think that's that's the learning to be self-feeders, a really important part. So that's three ways to get the word of God into people. Either uh, directly we're speaking it direct to them, indirectly we're getting into, ma- into atmospheres where they're hearing the word of God, reading the word of God, listening to the word of God. And then the third one is where we're teaching them to be self-feeders and uh, studying and reading and meditating and speaking memorizing the scriptures the power of scripture we should never underestimate it and thank you pastor john for your wisdom today i hope everyone has enjoyed that and i'd love to ask you what's your one next step out of today to become a better disciple maker let's always be leading people to jesus and to the word of god we cannot wait to see you next time for our next episode of brilliant disciple makers podcast god bless you Thanks for listening to today's episode and we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pitts. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast.